Today, June 26, 2021, is the feast of St. Josemaria, the founder of Opus Dei. And so as a bit of a change, instead of the regular meditation, I'm going to offer you a homily, a homily preached by Monsignor Fred Dolan at the parish of St. Martha and Mary in Mississauga, just outside of Toronto. This gospel speaks to us in a very powerful way about unity. The fact that the crowds were pressing upon Jesus in a very real way, they were united to him. Unity among the apostles, among the fishermen, the team working together. We see here the very beginnings of the church. We see that already they were a well-unified group. Well-unified in spite of wildly different temperaments. It is a great invitation for us to enter into something that was of the utmost importance to Jesus. After all, during the, the Last Supper, in his priestly prayer for unity, he said, Father, that they may be one. Saying so, he's, he was pointing us in the direction of strength. And this, of course, was the secret of the very earliest days of the church. We read in the Acts of the Apostles, speaking of the first Christians, the company of those who believed were of one heart and one soul. Well, today on this great feast day, the feast of St. Josemaria, we can ask him for this great gift for ourselves, for our families, for our church and our society. When St. Josemaria talked about his own passions, those things that meant the most to him, he spoke with great eloquence and great forcefulness about unity. Unity, not just by being a nice person, but by seeing all those around us through the eyes of Jesus Christ, through his heart. As you may know, St. Josemaria moved to Rome in 1946. And during those first years in Rome, a number of young people started to go around to the first, the only center at that time in Rome. And one day, St. Josemaria was with a group of them, and he looked at them and said, do you know why I love you all so much? And they, of course, they were perplexed, and they said no. And he said, I love you so much because I see coursing through your veins the blood of Jesus Christ. And it was because of that logic that St. Josemaria loved all people, regardless of anything. As we ourselves talk to him today and ask him for this great love for unity, it's worthwhile pinpointing an obstacle to unity 
thinking of our own families, for example. One obstacle is individualism. You don't hear that word referred to very often, if at all, but it is a big enemy of unity. Individualism in the sense of just focusing in a very self-centered way on ourselves. And now it is more of an enemy, more of a potential pitfall than ever. I mean, if you think about it, each one of us can go through our day taking care of our own things. We can go home, each one to his or her own room. At the dinner table, each one looking at his or her own gizmo. Then each one back to the computer and, and really very little, possibly very little interaction. Some years ago, an, a researcher following this whole, this phenomenon was visiting a grade school. The, the principal said to this researcher, let me show you something. So he led her over to the window where they could look out onto the playground. And he pointed to a group of 10-year-old boys. And he said, see those boys there? If this were 15 years ago, they would be roughhousing, playing dodgeball, interacting. But now look at them. And sure enough, they were all out there, each one sitting on a wall, the edge of a wall, playing video games, each one by himself. And this researcher who was quite struck with that said, you know, when these, these young ones reach the age of 18, they still have not been socialized. They have not learned how to interact with other human beings. Now, obviously, that is not the case of any of you, but it's worthwhile being aware that this is something that could, that could afflict us. Much more interesting, much more positive, is for us to go about in a very conscious way bonding, building these relationships on a daily basis. One image that St. Josemaria loved was the image of a pine cone. He used it in terms of being united to, to himself, being surrounding him with our love, our affection, our prayers, as though we were the outer edge of a pine cone. But we can apply that image to each, each family here. Some of you, at a, a tender age, at least the boys who are here, have attempted in vain to take apart a pine cone. It is practically impossible. Well, that ha has to be a symbol of our families, which means doing whatever it takes to very consciously forge those bonds. We referred earlier to the dinner table. You know, what a wonderful thing to say very explicitly I am here at, at this meal with my beloved brothers and sisters and above all my parents and I'm going to do 
a very, very radical demonstration of my determination to give myself to you. None of you will talk this way, but you can be thinking it. You can say, watch this, and you turn off anything electronic. Pope Francis said in Amoris Laetitia, in a very, very direct way, he said, learn to listen, really listen. This means being ready to listen patiently and attentively to everything the other person wants to say. It requires the self-discipline of not speaking until the time is right. Instead of offering an opinion or advice, we need to be sure we have heard everything the other person has to say. Now this, at a dinner table, is the stuff of greatness. Starting with, with mom and dad, looking at each, each one of your children and saying, I really want to find out exactly what you're thinking. And you will not be interrupted. Obviously, there are very, some very large families here, and so each of you has experienced how easy it is to identify the youngest one in the family. It's because that person typically speaks very fast because he or she knows that they have roughly 3.5 seconds before they're interrupted by the older ones. We can change that. Well, the final point is talking about the source, the ultimate source of unity is the Eucharist. After all, we are all members of the body of Christ, the body and blood, soul, and divinity that we find in the Eucharist. Years ago, back in the 60s, St. Josemaria was one day watching a movie with a number of different people there at our, the, the central house in Rome. The movie was about six or seven missionaries, they were not Catholic, missionaries in China. Now there came a moment when they had to change reels. So everyone left the auditorium, go outside to let the people change the reels. I realize there are some people here in this church who have no idea what we're talking about. So just turn, find someone who lived in the second millennium and ask them what a reel is, R-E-E-L. During that interim, St. Josemaria was, was very pensive. And at one point, he made a comment referring to a scene at, towards the end of the first reel. Because by the end of the first reel, those missionaries living together were at each other's throat. And St. Josemaria said very simply, they did not have the Eucharist. Without the Eucharist, they did not have that chance to bond, to really and truly bond, to break down those barriers and to overcome the self-centeredness. Well, that is what we're up to. That is why during this Eucharist, we can pray for each other. We can pray for the marvelous family that is celebrating 50 years of marriage 
today. They make up half of this, of all of you who are here today. And pray, pray above all for the prelative Opus Dei and for all those who are participating in Masses all over Canada and all over the world on this day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.